Master G, ISSA internationally recognized master trainer, undergrad in exercise physiology, sports nutritionist, also finishing a master's degree with a concentration in human performance. Welcome to my podcast series. This is the real education on everything nutrition, real talk, real information, delivering real results. So let's get right into it. Welcome to week eight, why we should exercise. It's July 2nd of 2021. We are halfway through the year. I hope that you've halfway accomplished all of your fitness and health goals so far. If you haven't, definitely check me out, hit me up so that we can get you started on the right track. Why we should exercise, that's such a funny topic, and more than likely today that may be the longest podcast of this series so far, simply because why we exercise is so convoluted in through the internet and social media. So I got to get down to some real quick basics. Why we should exercise, the number one reason why we should not exercise is to lose weight. So I'm going to say that again because that goes against everything you've ever heard and everything you've ever read. You do not exercise to lose weight. It's an impossible task. You cannot go into a fitness facility, work out and break down muscle and ask the body to build new muscle and lose weight at the same time. Your body is not designed or engineered to do both. Now, Can you exercise and lose weight? Yes, but it's not the reason that you should. So right now, if you are thinking about the possibility of starting a weight loss program, it does not need to include you exercising. And if it does, I promise you that 90% of you listening to this will probably fail. And the simple reason is because there's no formula out there for that. The formula for losing weight, which you've heard in many of my earlier podcasts, is energy in versus energy out, expending more calories than you take in. The minute you add exercise, you have to now increase your calories. How many? I don't know. What intensity level are you exercising? How many days a week are you exercising? Because your food intake has to change on days that you exercise and days that you don't. If you build a program around the fact that you're going to exercise five days a week because you're gung-ho, you're ready to do this, and life happens, and kids got to go to dance class, and you got to stay late for work, and now all of a sudden you only made the gym three days this week, guess what? Your program is not working. So why we should exercise is nothing to do with weight loss. And I'm sorry if your trainer that you hired told you you gotta exercise this many days if you wanna lose this much weight, it's not gonna happen. Unless you, one, are changing your eating habits and you have a quality nutritional program down where you're losing weight without exercising, can you increase your activity level and exercise to lose more weight? Let me say that one more time. I know I said it a little fast. You have to have a quality nutritional program that results in you losing weight without exercising in order for you to start exercising. So I'm going to tell you right now, Master G, when somebody contacts me and says, hey, I want to lose weight. I want to change the way that my body looks. I ask them, what's more important? You changing the way your body looks or you losing weight? Because that's going to gear our first three weeks together. 
If your total goal is to lose weight and that's your number one priority, then our first three weeks together will include a habit-changing eating program that does not include exercise. And then once you've conducted and completed that 21-day program and been consistent, not perfect, then you're ready to change your exercise habits and get the same benefits, if not better benefits, from your program. And that's real talk. And that's what has made my personal training business so successful because I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that if you come see me three days a week, I'm going to magically change your life. I'm only going to be able to change your life if you're committed to making the change, one, in your nutritional habits, then two, with your exercise habits. And that's the bottom line. And if you're being told anything different, it's probably why you haven't had the success you want. Because the eating and nutritional habits is the most important. Because check this out. If you choose not to exercise and your eating habits are horrible, guess what? You're negating the process. And you're going to be right back at square one. And the last thing I want is you ever to be at square one again. When we get to square 10, you stay in square 10 until you're ready for square 11. Square nine doesn't exist anymore. So we got to change your habits. So again, why we should exercise? Nothing to do with weight loss. Now, one, you exercise to manage your weight, which means that when you exercise, you can give yourself a healthy allowance of additional calories knowing, hey, I exercise today or I'm going to exercise, okay? Healthy allowance though, that's a big challenging word for a lot of people. That did not say Whopper with cheese, large size with a Diet Coke. Healthy, healthy, healthy. So again, the number one reason to exercise is to manage your weight. That means you must already be at a comfortable weight with yourself, knowing what you're putting in and what you're putting out. Now we're going to get into some really big other factors on why we should exercise. You know, number two is to lower your blood, your blood pressure and improve your heart health. Cardiovascular exercise is so important considering one of the number one killers in the world is heart disease. Okay, hardening of the arteries, strokes, blood clots, a lot of different things go on. Heart disease is the number one killer in America. I haven't looked at the stats lately, but I'm telling you, if it's not one, it's two. It's definitely in the top three. Heart disease kills. And if you're not taking good care of your heart, then you're, you're not going to have a healthy heart to, to be alive with. Look, there's no science that says, hey, when you're born, you know, gee, you get one billion heart rates. And after a billion, your heart starts, you know, deteriorating. Kind of like a car, right? We all know that when we buy that car off that showroom floor, we got about 100,000 miles on that car before things really start acting up. Right? So your heart's no different. You got an initial set allowance, you know, and there's heredity and, and, and genetics in that number, in that factor. So the one thing that cardiovascular health really does for you is it lowers your resting heart rate. The lower your resting heart rate is, the healthier your heart is. So if you do that quick test right now, you know, put your finger on your wrist, count how many beats in 20 seconds, and then times that by three, if your number's less than 60, you're doing really well. 
So meaning that if I'm in a resting position, right, which is all but 75 minutes of every day for me when I exercise, and I'm only, my heart's only beating 60 times per minute, then guess what? I'm saving off of that billion. If my heart's unhealthy and it's beating like a, like a drum at 99 beats per minute, guess what? I'm tapping into my billion allowance early. And that's the whole thing of what blood pressure medicine does. Blood pressure medicine lowers your heart rate. So it's trying to save those beats. All you got to do is take an active effort, exercise, do some cardiovascular work. And look, cardiovascular work can also be anaerobic. Yes, it's really recommended that it be aerobic, which is, you know, 20 minutes of continuous exercise, like walking, running, jogging, riding a bike, etc. Or you could just do anaerobic work and just work, lift weights really fast. You know, or don't give yourself as much rest time so you get your heart rate up. But either way, cardiovascular health is definitely the number two reason why you should exercise. And then that right there starts protecting you against so many other chronic diseases, right? Like diabetes, you know, like, um, you know, a lot of other things, obesity, obesity creates so many other factors that starts complicating the body, right? So again, like now we're going to start preventing other diseases besides just heart disease. Hey, look, check this out. Diabetes, right? We do not listen to this. We do not know the cause of type two diabetes. Okay. Type one diabetes is hundred percent genetic. Something goes on in the body where the pancreas doesn't produce enough insulin and the body needs synthetic insulin. That's a type one diabetic. Type 2 diabetes, we do not know the cause. We don't. Stop associating it with sugar. Stop associating it with certain foods, okay? Because we don't know the cause. You and I could sit in a room together for a year and each of us drink a two liter of Mountain Dew a day. One of us might get type 2 diabetes and the other one might not. So if you're com completely basing it off sugar, oh, well, I don't eat sugars, I just eat a shit ton of fat. Or I just eat this or I eat that, but I stay away from sugar, this way I can't get diabetes. No, the number one contributing factor that we do know that 95% of most type two diabetics are, we know that they're overweight and they don't exercise and they don't take care of their health. That's what we know, that's what we know. So again, Poor eating habits could still mean eating good foods and way too much of them. You can still get overweight eating too much chicken. Like just because chicken is a lean protein and it's good for you doesn't mean that you consume tons and tons of it. You know, same thing with good carbs. You know, there can be a consumption of too much fruit. Fruit turns into sucrose and fructose, which is a simple sugar, and your body can have too much of it, which could lead to diabetes, no different than a Mountain Dew. You know, I hear people all the time, oh, gee, I eat healthy. Well, then why are you, why are you asking me weight loss questions if you tell me you already eat healthy? I don't know. I just, I haven't figured it out yet. Well, just because fruit is supposed to be good for you has great antioxidants, great, you know, a, a great energy source. It doesn't necessarily mean that a ton of it is good for you. So again, that's our third reason to exercise. 
Number four, it just it improves overall functionality of the body. It improves overall brain function. Look, I'm going to tell you something, and it doesn't necessarily have to be exercise. If you meet anybody that is just kicking life's butt at 85 and above, what's the one thing they all have in common? They're active, right? Mama, grandma, she goes to bingo on Tuesdays. She goes to bridge on Thursdays. She goes to brunch on Saturday with her girlfriends. Like they're active. Like that's how you maintain longevity in life is being active. It doesn't necessarily have to come necessarily from exercise, but exercise is a great source of activity because it's then creating cardiovascular health and weight management health and preventing other chronic disease health, right? So all these things start intertwining with each other, right? You don't necessarily have to exercise, but you got to stay active and you got to stay healthy and active right so that's our fourth thing like just creating better memory brain function overall functionality like look the number one thing that happens as we get older is our body ages right and and it starts to deteriorate we call that getting old and it sucks trust me i just turned 40 and i feel like my body's now 40 i want to go back to being 39 because it just didn't feel like 40 so the number one thing that exercise starts to do is it improves joint pain and stiffness. And the number two thing it really does is you maintain muscle strength and balance. So the, the, the important part of that is that it starts keeping your functionality, you know, there. Okay. If I'm deteriorating and my body's starting to break down and I don't do anything to at least maintain it, Right? I don't have to go to the gym and be Hercules and start getting strong and bulk and big and, and grow all this muscle. I just want to maintain what I already got because I don't want to lose it. Right? But what happens the minute I stop maintaining what I have and I'm losing it, right? Next thing you know, I can't get out of the shower without help. I can't go to the grocery store and pick up groceries. Right? So then what does that turn into? That turns into a dependent living style. Right? Who really, like, look, real talk, like listening to this podcast, who on this podcast wants to live in a, in a nursing home or an old folks home or a, a assisted living home? Think about that, right? I mean, I'm sure they got some great ones in Palm Springs. I mean, they got some great brochures that look great and fancy. But at the end of the day, who really, who really wants to live in a facility where they need to be, you know, helped all the time? Who wants to live that lifestyle? I know you don't. So think about it. If you're not exercising today, right? And I don't care if you change your eating habits. I don't. Like if you don't care about losing weight and you don't care about all those other things, just start exercising. Just start moving. Start going to the gym. Get, you know, get a trainer just to show you around and teach you what you need to know. All right? Because at the end of the day, the reasons why we should exercise are just monumental and they are so important to the longevity of our life like it's just that and look a master g is going to tell you like ponce de leon right searched the world over for the fountain of youth right they say he found the fountain of youth in florida right the the reason i i agree with that is because florida's weather is absolutely gorgeous right it's just beautiful 
I've never really spent a lot of time in Florida, but it's just absolutely gorgeous, just like California is. So at the end of the day, I think he found the fountain of youth because you could exercise indoors and outdoors in Florida. You can't do that in every place. Can't do that in Louisiana in the summer. Man, if it's not raining, it's hot, period. Like, that's it. Like, you don't have any other weather in the summer here in Louisiana. It's either hot or raining. And that's no fun to do anything outside and to be honest with you. So start really evaluating the reasons that you're choosing or want to do an exercise program. And here's, here, here's the big kicker. And I hope that you're following this podcast. This isn't the first time you're listening because if it is, I'm going to shock you right now. Because I should always shock the world when I say this. The only time you lose weight is when you sleep. And exercise improves the quality of your sleep. So what does exercise do? It helps contribute to your weight loss program. Again, it doesn't make it. If you, again, are exercising to lose weight, you're failing. And it could be working right now. Simply because, right, you are expending more energy than you probably used to. Your diet's about the same or you made a couple changes. But when homeostasis hits, which we talk about literally in two weeks from today, when homeostasis hits, you're going to quit. Because your plan's not ready for homeostasis. So again, exercise. Why should we exercise? We just want to live an overall healthier life. We want to manage our weight. We want to feel good. We want to look good. We want to be as disease-free as possible so that we can enjoy the better part of our years. Check this out. I'm going to throw this little tidbit of knowledge in you, right? We work our butts off to retire, right? Retirement age, I think, is 65 right now, and I keep hearing thoughts of it going to 67, right? So if that's the retirement age and the average lifespan's like, what, 75? That means you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor for eight years. I'll tell you what, I ain't working my butt off to enjoy eight years of retirement. If I've put in 40 years, I'm gonna get 40 years back. What, how much time do you want back? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. How much of your retirement time, how much of your own time where you don't owe anybody anything do you want at the end of the day? Think about that. Think about that when you think about the next time you're thinking about starting or doing an exercise program. It's important, longevity, better health. It'll, it'll, it'll just make you feel better, I promise. So, you know, if you need a gym or, or don't need a gym, look up GFIT New Orleans. It's a great place. It's a community environment. It's a place where everybody and anybody can get in shape. Yo, so that wraps up this week. Stay tuned as we keep dropping more knowledge on everything nutrition. Don't forget to follow me, Master G, a.k.a. Gunny, on Instagram and Facebook. It's Master G, and I'm out this week.